Welcome back to another episode of Shit That Goes On In Our Heads. This is for the people that say I have a very calming voice that puts them to sleep. (laughs) We want to welcome back our first guest ever to this podcast, Honey Badger. Thanks for joining us again. And today we're going to talk about squirrels and their dicks. Everybody get ready. Um, I can't possibly imagine anybody else who has a story about squirrels. So I hear, Honey Badger, you have a fun story to tell us about squirrels. I do. I didn't realize how vindictive squirrels (laughs) could be. I mean, they really have a thought process like, motherfucker, I'm going to kill you. Seriously, it's a not no joke. My husband, who is no longer with us, God rest or whatever, yeah, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to live on a little small hobby farm, and our cat one time went after a gray squirrel and had it down and was hurting it. Mm. And my husband was all alarmed about it. So he ran over and he saved the squirrel, which was really struggling. And he put him in a white pine tree and we all packed into the big gray van that we had at the time that looked like red green. I mean, it was a big gray van. I don't know if you're familiar with the red green show, but it's all about duct tape, believe me. Mm -hmm. Um, And, we went our did our shopping and we're all good and we came home and we opened the van doors and he grabbed a 50 pound bag of dog food and slung it over his shoulder and our big rottweiler lab at the time buddy favorite dog ever jumped out of the van and he started looking up and just started barking like a lunatic we just didn't understand what he was barking at so My husband is standing there with his 50-pound bag of dog food over his shoulder, and he kind of slowly looks up into the tree, and there's the squirrel. Mm. He had made his way around the entire property edge with all the trees and ended up in this huge white pine that we had by the driveway and was perched there waiting for us. And he jumped at my husband. (laughs) And he threw that bag, 50-pound bag of dog food. It landed everywhere, broke open. It's everywhere. Now the dog is like, I'm going to get you. (laughs) And ran and grabbed the squirrel and unfortunately ended his life. And then came back to my husband and there, did I do good, Dad? Here it is. Oh, man. Oh, man. And I laughed so hard because it, it was just such a scene. I mean, it was all chaos, and we're all standing there horrified that the dog actually went after the squirrel and killed it. He tried to save his life. So that was pretty funny. I mean, I who does that? What does that? I've never seen anything like it before <laughs> with wildlife where the squirrel would actually, like, be so angry about everything. It would just, it would stalk you. <laughs> It was just sharpening its claws, waiting patiently for you guys to come back. <laughs> we were gone for a couple hours, and he was just people. like there waiting for us to come back. I, I just don't understand it. That was pretty funny. G-Rex, didn't you have like yeah. some wild squirrels like when you first moved to where you are that would just go crazy? 
Holy crap. The squirrel's hair are they're fucking little crackheads. All right. <laughs> so we have we have probably ten bird feeders all through all around the house, right? And we would like put out like fifty pounds of bird seed a week and like two days later it'd be all fucking gone. So I I hooked up these trail cams because I wanted to see who's eating my damn bird seed, right? And lo and behold, it's these fucking squirrels. Okay, you know, we, we live on eight acres, all right? Eight forested acres. They have plenty of places to roam. There's plenty of fucking food on the ground for them. No, they got to leap from the motherfucking tree onto the bird feeder and twirl around like Miley Cyrus, like on a wrecking ball. <laughs> I have a video somewhere of like this squirrel's like just going to town. He's like twirling and twirling and twirling. <laughs> and then like a couple of weeks ago, I was sitting in my office and I heard a large crash out my window. And I look and the fucking squirrel had come from the second story and like jumped off the roof onto my um, bird feeder outside my window. And he's like twirling around on it and it looked like he was hurt. So I get all dressed because, you know, it's snowing up here and it's cold. I can't just like run out in my, my like so shoes and socks. I get out there and I'm like maybe two feet from him and he's like, oh, just kidding. And he fucking ran off. Right. In the meantime, like he broke off the bottom part of the bird feeder. So now I got bird seed like all over on the ground. I'll look out every couple of hours and there's like 20 fucking squirrels out there. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm looking out in the forest and I'm like, you have your own fucking food up here, man. It's like your own refrigerator. Like, why are you here? <laughs> I'm telling you, they're, they're little thieves, right? They are scavengers. And they get into fucking everything, everything. We have a, a hole in our garage door where the previous owners had um, put it so like the uh, feral cats could come in and out. And um, we have these big metal trash cans uh, filled with food, right? So we have like deer food and we have uh, bird food and things like that. One day I, I go out there and I hear this like, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Right, so I go over in the back corner. They ate through a plastic bin to get to the food. Now there's now there's food everywhere, right? Like there's like little kernels, kernels of corn. There's bird seed. There's sunflower seeds. And so I go to chase them out, right? Nope, 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 nope. Why? No, no. Now he gets up into the fucking rafters, right? And remember, I'm short. There's no getting up there to get him out. So I leave the door open and, you know, I put a little trail of food out, hoping that he'll like follow the food out. Nope, 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 nope. So I come back in a couple hours. He's sitting in the middle of the garage floor, just like snacking on sunflower seeds. And he's like, hey, girl, hey. I'm like, get the get fuck out of yeah. here, man. <laughs> so now, now nobody gets in there because now it we have sealed up the hole. I don't know. I think there's still a squirrel family in there somewhere. I don't know what they're snacking on now because they can't <laughs> eat through the metal trash can. But, man, they are vindictive little fuckers and eat and they're fat. And I'm like, why do you got to eat everybody else's food? You have your own food. Like we have uh, we have all sorts of trees here. Right. So we have a black walnut tree. Mm. We have all sorts of their natural foods. But no, why the fuck eat that when you can eat something free? They it's forget like where they fucking store squirrel it. Buffet. They collect all those nuts and then they forget where they store it. Just, just like old people. Oh, no <laughs> kidding. Do they really? Are they that forgetful? 
Well, I, I don't. They do. They t- collect all these nuts and they hoard them somewhere. I swear they forget where they peek because they <laughs> go after everybody's bird feeders. They're just as bad as raccoons. I've got some pretty funny raccoon stories too. <laughs> My son actually calls squirrels trash raccoons, which I don't know why. I'm like, why does he do that? They don't even look similar. He goes, look, mom, it's a trash raccoon. I'm like, that's a squirrel, bud. <laughs> like. No, they're trash raccoons. I'm telling you, they will eat every bit of free food that you put out for them. They will. Yeah. They're pretty ingenious, actually. Yeah, I mean, have you ever come to Disney World? The Disney World squirrels are so plump and happy. Fat fuckers. Oh yeah. If you get a <laughs> snack, like when we do Epcot, we do like drinking in the, around the world, or we do like the food and wine fest. Anywhere you stop with your food, there's like a squirrel giving you like the saddest look ever, just asking for you to drop something. They're the plumpest, happiest squirrels in the world. Getting poisoned by American food. Awesome. (laughs) You know, that's probably why I've never seen the same one twice. Just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, probably because it's just on a piece of popcorn. Yay. (laughs) Well, our our story of squirrel dicks, uh, I I like to think, is the reason why this this podcast exists now. Because it uh, it was a really bad work day. We were both mentally drained and G-Rex gave me a call and we were kind of venting per usual. And I don't even remember how, I feel like you told me to suck a squirrel dick or something. It was very offensive. No. No. <laughs> so you asked me what somebody was doing and I'm like, oh, they're probably sucking on a squirrel dick. That's what it was. And you're like, do squirrels have dicks? And I'm like, fuck if I know, but I'm not going to look that up on my, my work computer, right? So... I look at my phone and I, you know, I ask Siri, I'm like, do squirrels have dicks? So the first, maybe I should know a little bit more about, you know, squirrels. how animals work, you know, mammals. But I pull up the search results and the first thing that comes up, it says that squirrels masturbate to um, not get sexually transmitted diseases. Okay, this broke me. Mm-hmm. I must have laughed for 40 minutes. I mean, I couldn't catch my breath. Because I'm thinking, like, if they're fucking masturbating, how come I have 40,000 fucking squirrels in my backyard? Mm. I just want to know. I do not think that they are, like, masturbating, okay? They're fornicating in my backyard and producing more motherfucking squirrels. Do they have, like, a little squirrel, like, porn theater in my backyard? I want to know. Squirrel orgies. Maybe they're looking through your window. Oh. Well, there it is. <laughs> and so to, to, to answer their question, yes, they have dicks. And they're two times larger than their scrotum. Okay, so that's, that leads to another question, right? Have you ever seen a squirrel? Like, they're fucking low to the ground. Does that shit, like, drag on the ground as they're running away from you? I Like, I want to know. I think they retract. <laughs> It's like a measuring tape. We're the same way. <laughs> uh. I don't know because I I looked out the window the other day. I swear to God, there was a little one just doing his business, like looking at me. He's like, "Hey, look!" And I'm like, "No, thanks." You know, I don't do men. <laughs> Definitely don't do squirrels. <laughs> My other question is, how do they do it? All right, because they have little T Rex arms. Like, how do they skirt up into a ball? Well, how do worms, you know? Hey, worms are the same. They don't have anything. Wor- worms masturbate? Or snakes. I don't think worms uh, masturbate, though. Chimpanzees? Nor do they have dicks. 
<laughs> I think we broke G-Rex. She's laughing, but nobody can hear her. Oh my god. I can't be I like I can't. I can't. I'm gonna be like the mutual of Omaha. I'm gonna be out there looking. <laughs> Oh man, wildlife. At the wildlife. Like after dark. <laughs> which which leads me, you know, I've got a really good story about raccoons and, oh, yeah, and rabid animals, if anybody is interested. Yeah, no, you can true. tell that and then I can tell tell a story about Fat Bastard. The biggest fucking raccoon I've ever seen in my entire life. Ah, okay. When my <sighs> when my youngest grandson was around two years old my husband he's full of stories and half the time you don't listen to him because it was like so out there but he told my grandson like the story of foamy the raccoon and you know if if you meet foamy the raccoon out in the wild you do not pet him you go find an adult which i thought was like that's pretty good solid advice right you don't want to pet a foaming (laughs) raccoon or any other animal for that matter. So one day he was outside playing in the yard with a younger child and pretty soon grabbed that younger child and went to the door and went inside and told his mom, Foamy the raccoon is outside. And sure as hell, when he she looked out, there was a rabid raccoon and verified rabid because she had it reported and they came and grabbed it and everything. So I think that the story of foamy the raccoon is that everybody should say to their young people so they don't play with wild animals that actually have foaming mouths which would be awesome and we had a rabid raccoon at our place once and it was out in the back and my kids at the time were saying oh my gosh dad there's a foaming raccoon we live out in the wild right so it's not like this is not city stuff well there could be some rabid animals in the city but my kids ran into the house and there's this raccoon out in the backyard and i think you need to go check it out so my husband went out and we had a canoe that was up on some sawhorses <laughs> and he's looking around for the raccoon and he doesn't see it so he lifts the the canoe up off the sawhorses and this animal came running at him like rawr, 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 and he drops it like holy crap <laughs> And took care of it and demised the animal and had it tested. So I think that um, these experiences teach us something that we can take control. And even the young people can understand what wildlife not to play with. Yeah, like snakes. Snakes snakes are fine. They're not going to hurt you, man. They're just not going to hurt you. They're more afraid of you. If they are, they're more afraid of you. They're more afraid of you. Hell no. Hell no. They're I'm after the flaw. Snake, whatever. They're after you know what? all the other things. They're good for the environment, even though you don't like them. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. You know what? <laughs> Snakes are gross. So, yeah, the story that we have about Fat Bastard, the um, the raccoon. So, we, um, during the winter, we put some food out for the deer because, you know, we could get, sometimes we get a pretty significant amount of snow up this way. So we have these feeders, right? And actually, they're just plant, planter boxes, right, that are attached to a, uh, a kid's picnic table. So we have cameras all around the backyard. So we can see, you know, who comes to visit during the night or during the day. I look out there, 
And fat bastard, I'm telling you, this is the biggest, fattest fucking raccoon I've ever seen. I'm telling you, he looks like a bear, right? Get in my belly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He gets stuck in the planter box, right? So you can see him rocking Aww. back and forth, back and forth to get out of the planter box. He he moves his body so much that he actually ends up um, detaching it from the... Um, from the picnic table and you can see him like rolling around and trying to get out of it and this is so when we went back and looked at the tape it was like two o'clock in the morning so it was something that we would never never seen to this day that bastard still shows up every single night and is looking for his scraps and like <laughs> it's this he is huge man like if i ever ran into him in my backyard i would be afraid I, it's like me at the gym. Trying to get up, looking for my food. <laughs> I, I have tears in my eyes. <laughs> it's like I don't want to do sit ups. I'm just gonna roll. <laughs> I'm too old for this I feel like they must have tiny little legs. <laughs> He's like, yeah, fuck it. Just roll. We're good. <laughs> and uh, Honey Badger, remember the time we told you that we saw the wild turkey in the backyard? Remind I was sitting you. on the porch. So I was sitting on the porch and I saw like this big bird, right? I'm like, what the fuck is that? And so here I go. I want to go out and investigate, right? And it's a fucking wild turkey. And he's like starts running towards me. And I was like, oh, I don't think this is going to be good. So I just ran away from it. <laughs> I come to find out that they're not very nice animals, right? Like, you don't ever want to be, like, you don't want to instigate or anything with a wild turkey because they're mean little fuckers. Especially during breeding season, right? They, they get really weird. Well, they get really well, territorial and they get really, they're hormonal, just like anybody. Like a menopausal woman, just saying. You don't want to get near them either. <laughs> Maybe you should <laughs> warn your producer about that too. <laughs> He's laughing. He's hunched over on the floor giggling like a little girl. <laughs> I mean, listen, it's not like, you know, remember the WTKR? What was that show where they released the turkeys from the helicopters? WKRP Cincinnati. Cincinnati, right? Where they were doing a Thanksgiving show and they were doing like this beautiful thing and they were going to release turkeys from the helicopter. <laughs> and Les Nesman was down there going, oh, the horror, because they're all falling to oh the my. ground. <gasps> were they flying? No, or were they, they were dropping like cannonballing. <gasps> no way. Trauma. It was You've funny. never seen that show? It no. It's a sitcom. It didn't actually happen. Oh. <laughs> I'm dating myself. This was real. I was like, oh my gosh, these poor kids. I just went to see the turkeys fly. Saw them all die. <laughs> oh, okay. But wild turkeys do fly, by the way. They can okay. fly. Okay. All right. Other, you know, people have. Like, not very far. Well, not very far, but they, they flew over my car before driving down the road. I don't know. We have woodchucks here, too, or woodfucks. They fucking eat everything, too. Oh, they're awful. They they will eat into your foundation. They will uh, burrow down into your house. They, I mean, they're super cute when they're young, but they are voracious eaters and will mm -hmm. eat fucking everything. So do you want, everything. To, do you want a tip about woodchucks and how to yeah. get them to move yes, away please. from you? 
when you find yeah. their burrows where they're the, because they go underground to live and do all their woodchucky oh. things. Um, if you take used cat litter and you pack that into the holes, they don't like it. So they'll move on. Yeah, that would make me move on as well. Yeah, well. Used cat litter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out, but you had me at used cat litter. I'm done. <laughs> Keep all the scraps and snacks for yourself. <laughs> oh, do cat litter. Yeah. Just for garden because they do like foundation. Yep. So that just saying, mm. if you don't want them hanging around, you that's one of the, the tools that you can use. And you can live trap them and, and relocate them. Mm. But double check your local ordinances first. You don't want to get in trouble. For for trapping a woodchuck? Yeah. Yes. Ooh. So, um, Honey Badger, that's the same thing goes for red squirrels, right? Because there's a difference in like the temperance of a gray squirrel and a red squirrel. Red, red squirrels, squirrels are, are mean little, little fuckers. Man. They're mean little fuckers. I had red squirrels growing <laughs> up. Yeah, they're they're and they're chatty. Well, gray squirrels can be chatty too, but red squirrels are very territorial, and they are equally <laughs> annoying at the local bird feeders too. So they are always after the the seed, but they're faster and they're more ter. I believe more territorial, and they are just little. Yeah, they're, they can be kind of mean. They're little bastards. You can yeah. say it on this podcast. This is not a PG <laughs> podcast at all. Little, they're little squirrels. Yeah. Squirrels are getting no love this episode. <laughs> Fuck those bastards. Dirty Skittles, do you have any um, any good uh, wildlife stories from Florida? Is it a crane? Sandhill crane? No, what is it? Oh, Never mind. I've been silenced to not tell that story, but uh, those cranes are, they attack their own reflection. So I'll tell part of it. They attack their own reflection. He saw his reflection in the same friend's car because he had just gotten it waxed. <laughs> and the crane began just to peck at the car and denting it up. So I, I was like, they probably heard what you did to the swan, you know? <laughs> They're out for a vengeance. They're coming back to get you. It, He's just had really bad is, luck is with Is this the time to interject that my father was an ornithologist? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's perfect timing. This probably wasn't. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> perfect timing to interject that. We might have to edit that whole piece out. I probably would leave that out. Yeah, yeah. I think you're protected. Yeah, but way yeah, protected. Um, yeah. I mean, I can tell you the time I got chased by ducks, which my dad thinks is hilarious. <laughs> it was when I first moved to Florida. I was. A city girl, right? Only saw ducks on TV, never saw them out in the wild, and came to visit my parents in Florida. I was just starting to move here from um, up north, and my dad's like, look at the ducks outside, go feed them bread. And I was like, yeah, okay. City girl, never near an actual animal besides a dog and a cat, right? So I'm sprinkling the bread, and it's like a whole family of ducks, what, what? and I see them booking it from like two blocks away. They're just what? like, oh, what? this chick's got food, and they just start taking off towards me, and I'm like, it's fine. Everything's fine. Cool, calm. It's just ducks. Like, everything's going to be fine. <laughs> Kept sprinkling out the bread, and as I got closer, I got so scared. I turned around and just started screaming and running with like the whole bag of like bread in my hand, not realizing just drop the bread. And they chased me for like a block and my dad was laughing hysterically. Neighbors had at this point gathered outside. Who is this girl? Why she's running with bread and the ducks are chasing her. Finally realized, chucked the whole loaf of bread like 
across the street and they left me alone and i was like frazzled like shaking <laughs> in tears like the dogs hate me that's really scary for a little kid though i we went well to... i was in my 20s i was like it's terrifying <laughs> you don't know what you're, you're in your do? 20s oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah but i was <laughs> Okay. I like ran out of my flip flops. It's okay. It Can you done. imagine G Rex if that was like a, a snake? So you would be like in a panic. That I would, would be, be like, "Fuck, I'm out." Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. O U T out. I, I went to Marineland once with my family, and that you can get like you know how you get like feed to feed deer or whatever, and and at the time you could go into this big field where all these little deer were. And um, some of my family members grabbed handfuls of the feed and they just ran towards this eight year old and totally overwhelmed them and disappeared. I mean, the kid was just gone. <laughs> it was like, holy crap. And I'm running towards the, the herd of deer and she jumps up and she's like, I, I'm like, are you OK? Are you OK? She goes, more mint jelly. OK. <laughs> <laughs> like there was a commercial way back when where i think it was on a comedy channel where these adoring parents were standing in the doorway to the dining room and this child was eating at the dining room table like a freaking monster like arr, arr, arr. this food this lamb pretty sure it was lamb and they're like oh and she looks up and she goes more mint jelly and i have no idea what the commercial was i can't even remember at that point but that was hysterical and and she denies it to this day that's what she said but that's exactly what she said and it was so perfect <laughs> yes she was okay <laughs> dirty skittles what do you think uh what happened with your son oh he loves animals we um <clears throat> his cousin had a birthday party at like a petting zoo it was more than a petting zoo it was like a animal sanctuary kind of a thing where they rescued all all different kinds of animals and he loves animals so he still actually is telling us before we leave florida i want to go back and visit barbie and barbie is a goat that like just took likings and followed him around the entire time we were there i mean he loves animals i don't think there's anything he's actually afraid of he just and we've had to have that conversation actually like hey you can pet this animal because it's in a safe space but if you see this animal in the wild you can't just go up and grab it you know like let it let it be so we're defining those boundaries for him but he loves animals he loves everything snakes yeah what was the snake what the it hell like a, an ana no it wasn't an anaconda it was a, some sort of snake i don't know it was another petting zoo scenario where this guy had this huge giant snake and python and i am um i am afraid of snakes but i decided my fears i wasn't going to let him i didn't want my fears to influence his fears so we saw this man holding a snake and i'm like oh hell no like if i was by myself i would have booked it i would have been in my car <laughs> like driving the opposite direction but so i'm just like practicing breathing exercises like everything's gonna be fine it's good everything's great um so i was a little hesitant at first the man showed him exactly how to pet the snake was teaching him all about the snake and had his moment and then he's like mom do you want to pet the snake and i'm like oh i've got too many things in my hand hon good <laughs> like, we walked the, away from that scenario unscathed but in the back of your head you're like fuck no we are not touching the snake what about yeah gators? No, we walked the, the guy also had a little alligator said hey let's let's learn about the alligator and i was like well that's on you but 
yeah he he's not really afraid he even likes spiders uh, I mean. no 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 pass huge pass cockroaches are like the bane of society gross palmetto bugs. somebody brought a hissing cockroach into work one day and Oof, i was going to be all brave about it right oh because i'm an adventurer and i'm going to pass my irrational fears and she put this hissing cockroach on me the size of her freaking baseball i swear and i'm like all brave i'm like oh yes this is very interesting here it's on my arm okay you can take it back and i went behind closed doors and i'm like oh my god <laughs> oh jesus <laughs> christ <laughs> that was the worst experience hissing. of my life <laughs> The fact it makes a sound. Ugh. I have to tell you though, the palmetto bugs in uh, Florida are oh, they're terrible. Insane. They're terrible. I would sleep out they're in the lounge, so and I would like sleep in a sleeping bag with my neck closed up with a sleeping bag because I didn't want them climbing into the sleeping bag. Yeah, my first experience with a palmetto was my very first apartment in Florida. Got home from work one day, went into my bedroom, turned on the light. There it was on the wall. <laughs> And I don't like bugs. I don't like any of that. And I was freaking out. And I was on the phone with a friend. And I'm like, there's this there's this huge roach. What do I do? You got to come over and you got to get it. And I have to watch it because if I take my eyes off of Hairspray. it and it hides. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I can't live with that. I'm going to have to burn it down. Um, so they were like, hey, I'm not going to get there in time. You've got to You've got to handle this yourself. And so I had like, I don't know windex maybe or something and i'm like spraying this thing and i shit you not it like pivoted it felt like it was looking me in my eyes and it flew at me and i didn't know palmetto bugs could fly and so i swatted it down and the closest thing to to me was a hammer and i just whacked it one good time because i was like i can't let you live it's you or me <laughs> like you're going down and that thing, it was disgusting. So that was my, uh, I'll save you all the gory details of what happened after I got hit with a hammer. I, I had a coworker once who was terrified of mice, terrified. And I remember one year, this little baby deer mouse was running down the hallway, gotten in, it was probably fall, and they like to come in during the fall, screaming at the top of her lungs, oh my God. I'm like, oh, I'm like, what? It's just a mouse. So I captured it and I took it home and released it. And I was kind of a jackass back then. And I'm thinking, okay, you're afraid of mice, so don't let me know what you're afraid of because I'm going to use it against you. So I went <laughs> to the pet store and I bought like a little one of those cat toys that looked just like a mouse. Oh. Uh -huh. <laughs> Was it motorized? No, no. It Did was it just move? like, oh. <laughs> anyway, it just looked like a real mouse with fur and everything. It wasn't motorized. Mm -hmm. I don't think I had the money back then to buy something like that. But I <laughs> bought this cat toy. looked like a mouse. And I went into her office because it was unlocked. And, you know, it's all fair game. And she had all these papers all over her desk. And I hid the mouse under some papers. <laughs> uh -oh. And I was in a, a meeting and a couple floors up. And she comes bursting into this meeting and she's like, if you were my employee, I'd fire you. Oh. <laughs> Turns out that she was on the phone <laughs> with the bank and she was shuffling papers around and found the mouse and screamed like she was being murdered. <laughs> <laughs> the bank is going, are you okay? Do you need me to call the police? <laughs> 
like I'm like looking at her like, yeah, I'm not your employee, bitch. Go away. <laughs> there was this time in Florida. Um, we had the house cleaners. I I was working or doing something, and my wife was outside, and I heard them screaming. And I come out, and back behind our uh, wine holder, there was a snake, and it was inside the fucking house. And so we're all like screaming at the top of our lungs. My wife comes running in. She's like, what the fuck is wrong? And we're like, there's a fucking snake. And she's like looking at us like we're like stupid. And I'm like, it's a snake. You need to get it out of the house. And she um, she grabs it up, flips it over the the um, the neighbor's yard. And she's like, what the hell is wrong with you guys? It's a garden snake. I'm like, I don't fucking care what it is. It's a snake. It's in the house. It needs to get out. And it was me, another woman, and a guy. And we were like, I was beside myself. I'm like, I'm not sleeping again. I need to make sure there's no more snakes in the house. Ever since then, like, I checked all the corners of the house, even up here. Like, no. Mm -mm. It's trauma, right? It's trauma. So I totally understand that trauma in people. I mean, I think the mouse experience taught me that I shouldn't be such a dick with people, especially when it comes to, (laughs) like, their real trauma with animals. And I don't want to make Mm. them lose sleep for the next eight years because I was a dick. So I learned a lesson there, I have to say. And But on the same token, I was sleeping one night, and we used to have an iguana that was like eight feet long. It was a huge iguana, probably six feet. I was exaggerating. In the middle of the night one night, I was awakened, and the big freaking iguana had escaped his enclosure and was laying on top of me. I'm like, I wake up with this thing on top of me. No, nope, 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 nope. And I'm hitting my husband in the side. Oh my God, wake up, get this fucking thing off of me. (laughs) Oh my word. Because I don't know too many people who could wake up in the middle of the night and have this thing on them and just be like annoyed about it and not freaking out. I said, no, I'm not freaking out. I knew what it was, but I was just a little like, startled it was on top of me it's like i'm grateful maybe i don't know what your game was maybe i was warm and he wanted to get warmed up but you know no not in the middle of night when i'm trying to sleep no thank you it's okay to be not okay just make sure you're talking to someone